Welcome to the Quotivation Podcast. Together, we will unlock inspiration, one quote at a time. Your host is America's leading emerging speaker. He is a former semifinalist in the World Championship of Public Speaking and is an expert motivator. Please welcome Jody Powell. Hey there, and welcome to the Quotivation Podcast. I'm Jody Powell, your navigator through the boundless world of inspirational quotes. Each week, a special guest and I will embark on an electrifying journey as we dissect, discuss, and decode those powerhouse quotes that light up our souls and set our ambitions ablaze. So buckle up, folks. This isn't your average podcast. This is the Quotivation Podcast, where every episode is a journey. So like, follow, subscribe, set a reminder, and tell your grandma to stay tuned. And get ready to unlock inspiration, one life-changing quote at a time. Welcome aboard, everyone, for another edition of the Quotivation Podcast. Do you smell that? Do you smell the sweet, sweet scent of motivation in the air? You're getting ready for another work week, and you may be feeling rough from a wild weekend, or, or, or maybe you're feeling sad because your weekend's over. But listen, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, Monday's coming, or Monday's already here. Or Monday came and went in a blur, and it feels like it ran over you like a Mack truck. <laughs> but Mondays are not the enemy. Mondays breed opportunities. It's a new week. A week that can be a week that you take that career leap or close that sale. The week you crush your to-do list and go the extra mile for your teammates and peers. Mondays breed opportunities, and it is the start of your journey to win your week. So let's get it started and put you on that winning path. And we're going to start this episode like we do every episode with a shot, a shot of motivation. And this week, our shot of motivation is sponsored by Amy Real from Cross Country Mortgage. Amy is the real deal in all things mortgage. She's been a dear friend of mine for many years and is a big fan and supporter of the Quotivation podcast. So if you're in need of a first or a second mortgage, maybe a mortgage on that investment property, or maybe you're interested in refinancing, give Amy a call today. Her phone number, 864-310-9337. That's 864-310-9337. You can also email her at amy.real, R-E-I-H-L, at ccm.com. Tell Amy you were motivated to get your mortgage started. Amy Real, the real deal for all things mortgage. And Amy's NMLS number is 486-620. And as always, thanks, Amy. All right, let's get started with a shot. A shot of motivation. It's time for a shot of motivation, where the vibe's like taking a shot, but the high is pure inspiration. This is a quick, powerful boost of motivation to fire up your spirit. Get ready for a rapid infusion of uplifting stories, impactful quotes, and game-changing ideas. It's the swift, potent dose you need to amp up your game and win your week. It's a shot of motivation. 
it's no secret that employee well-being in a post-pandemic world is suffering. Employees are struggling with stress, with burnout, and with loneliness like never before. In fact, four in 10 U.S. employees say that their job is negatively impacting their mental health. Now, to make matters worse, fewer than one in four employees say that their organization cares about their mental well-being at all. People feel neglected. Now, there are some that may say that those people need to suck it up or get on board or get off the train. (laughs) I've heard leaders say that it's not the company's responsibility to make people happy. They should be happy that they get to work here at all. It's funny. Those leaders and those executives that say that, they don't feel the same way about their customers. I mean, shouldn't their customers just be happy that they get to shop there or utilize their services. We shouldn't put any extra effort into making the customer happy, should we? Oh, we should? So it's important for the customer to be happy, but not the person serving the customer, not the person doing the work that brings in the revenue. (laughs) When will companies learn that it's the people that work for the company that matters? Take care of them and they will take care of your customers. Instead, research by Deloitte has found that 77% of workers have experienced burnout at their current job, and the top driver of that burnout is a lack of support and recognition from leadership. Folks, mental health is real. And the more companies and leaders ignore this issue, the worse this epidemic will become especially in men. We don't like to talk about it. We don't like to share our feelings. We don't like to appear weak. You know, two years ago, I competed in the World Championship of Public Speaking. Now, typically my speeches are upbeat. They're funny, motivating, they're outgoing. But I wanted to challenge myself. I felt like an actor that had been typecast. I wanted to show that I could speak on matters with a more somber undertone. So I wrote a story about Jim. Now, Jim is a fictional character. Jim is a conglomeration of people whose stories need to be told. The story of Jim begins in his success. He was incredibly successful. But something happened. The market took a turn. Jim lost everything. He spirals from there out of control and eventually attempts to take his own life. He was saved and given hope. All from a man he had never met before who wouldn't take fine for an answer. You see, Jim was asked most of his life, how are you doing? And he would smile and he would say, oh, I'm fine. Ladies and gentlemen, when you ask someone, how they're doing, and they say, oh, I'm fine. Chances are, in the words of Maury Povich, that was a lie. If 77% of workers feel burned out, we can't all be fine. So what leads us to answer the question this way? I think it's how the question is asked. How are you doing? It's a simple question. 
it's a simple question that we have somehow turned into a greeting instead of a sincere concern. Seriously, of all the times you've asked someone how they're doing, how many times did you actually want to know how they were doing? Be honest. When we ask the question, how you're doing, ask it because we want to know the answer, the truth. Ask it because we're concerned for the other person's mental health. Ask it because we share a kinship, a love, a compassion for our fellow man. So, how are you doing? And please, whatever you do, don't take fine for an answer. And that's your shot of motivation for today. I hope it helps you gain perspective and go out and win your week. And as always, I want to thank Amy Real, the real deal in all things mortgage, for sponsoring the shot of motivation. This has been a shot of motivation from America's leading emerging speaker, Jody Powell. We hope it helps you win your week. All right, let's get to our special guest this week. Rob Schweimer is a native of Boston, is a seasoned sales executive of over 42 years who embodies a servant leadership mindset. He led his teams with empathy and applies the lessons learned from his best-selling book, Surrender to Your Adversity, which shows others how to build resilience and thrive, not only in business, but in their personal lives as well. Rob is a global keynote speaker and a certified life coach who enjoyed success in both small startups and larger companies, most recently in London as group vice president for a publicly traded company based in San Francisco. Being known as a global mental health disruptor, Rob has been seen on Fox News, Extra TV, MSN, CBS, News Nation, New York Post, and The CW, just to name a few. He has appeared on many podcasts, both in the U.S. and abroad. He has mentored and coached executives all over the world, passing on his lessons learned, giving them skills they need to be successful in their personal and business life. Rob Schweimer, welcome to the Quotivation Podcast. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks, Jody. Great to be here. Uh, so grateful to be able to serve uh, you and your listeners. Let's oh, go. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. I'm excited. This, hey, Listen, you sent over this quote, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I want to jump in, but before we do, yeah. tell us a little bit about Rob. What, what, what's going on in Rob's world? What are you up to? What are some of the things that are coming up for you? Yeah, there's so many great things uh, happening in, in my world. Uh, I, I am blessed beyond measure. I can tell you that for sure. So, you know, in my you mentioned in my bio, 40 plus years, uh, 42 years in sales and sales leadership and high tech. I just actually retired. I'm so excited about that. Oh, congratulations. I yeah, I retired from corporate America uh, just a few weeks ago. So you've got me straight off of that, which, uh, you know, uh, I'm playing a lot of golf the last few days, but um, <laughs> I am uh, in my infinite wisdom uh, of retirement. I have launched uh, my own business, which is centered around spreading this message uh, that we'll talk about today as a keynote speaker on a global stage. I'm already booking uh, right now, so off and running right away and doing very exclusive, limited uh, coaching for executives in, in organizations as well. 
so that's sort of what I'm doing. Of course, the book is still going strong. It's on and off the bestseller list. You know how that works. But uh, but the message is still resonating, and I couldn't be more grateful. And uh, like I said, I, I'm blessed beyond measure. That's fantastic. Tell us a little bit about the book. When did it come out? And, and kind of give us a, a preview of, of what we should expect when they go and order it. Yeah, well, I hope they do. Um, and by the way, I, I say that uh, with purpose. Um, I'm not taking a dollar from this book. All of my royalties go right to charity for mental health awareness. And we pick a charity every quarter when I get the check and we figure out where to put that money. So um, this is not about me selling books and making money. It's about giving back and serving others. And that's that's my whole my whole value system is about that. So it really lends itself well. Uh, I wrote the book, um, basically a story about my life. I had gone through uh, a lot of adversity uh, at a young age, uh, severe learning disabilities. And I'll tell you, the, my my buddies back home where I grew up in Boston, they they, they certainly got a chuckle that I wrote a book because I don't think I read more than two my whole life before this. <laughs> so, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, if anybody's going to write a book, it wouldn't be Swimer, but uh, I did. Um, and that was sort of a limited belief that I needed to break through because I wanted to share this message. I had gone through, as I said, severe learning disabilities. I was diagnosed with Tourette at 10 years old. Thank God it's not a, it's not a, um, uh, you know, a, a debilitating case of Tourette's. It's a mild case, but it was, it was, uh, you know, manifested in some bullying and so forth uh, when I was younger. So I had to deal with that. Uh, later in my life, I, I, I've conquered. I've conquered and uh, moved on from addiction. I'm 31 years sober as I sit here before you today. Oh, fantastic! Congratulations. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, with 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 God's will and and the love of a good woman for sure. Um, I um, I also have dealt with and conquered depression, suicidal ideation, and uh, the recent blow that kind of catapulted the book and this message and this whole purpose of my life now is I lost my wife my first wife uh, of 32 years, uh, ten, almost 10 years ago now, to a massive brain aneurysm. Wow. Um, and that really set me on a journey. It set me on a journey to change my direction and to really go inward. And I became a student of my game. And I started to really double, triple, quadruple down on personal development. Uh, I met my mentor, Tony Robbins, one of my many mentors, and and really got into let's let's find out what's going to make Rob tick. I knew what I did and I knew how I did it. I was successful in my business, but I was still struggling of why I was here. What was my absolute purpose? And in that journey of 10 years, I really came to realize that I'm here to serve others. I'm here to contribute and serve. I'm here to give back um, and make those human connections and help people in any way I can. So this is the journey I'm on now on a global stage, making sure that people know that from a man's perspective and men's health is something that I do focus on, but of course I talk to everybody. Um, but I wanna be one of these guys that you know shows vulnerability as a strength, not a weakness, and, and somebody that has conquered adversity. And what I did um, is I reflected on my life and that's how the book all came about. I, I really, it's, a, it's my life story. Um, but I also interviewed people all over the world, uh, including military leaders when it came to surrender. I really wanted to dive into what that meant. Mm. And this is when I came up with all these concepts that I'm sharing on the global stage. Nice. That That's an amazing, yeah. amazing story of, of resilience and, and overcoming. Yes. You know, it's interesting, Rob, there's a couple of things that you said that just just really um, hit home with me. And that is number one, you took a look inward. You took a look yeah. inward to discover what it was that you were truly here. What is your truly, what is your true purpose? 
and and why are you here? And and I think so many people, so many people around the world do that. They look inward and they they ask the question, but they stop there. Yeah. That's where they stop. And 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 a lot of times I think just in talking to people, the one thing that prevents people from taking that next step is fear. Hmm. It's it's the fear of of taking a risk on themselves. It's the fear of, of betting on themselves. Yeah. How did you overcome that? What was it that, that said, you know what, this, this is what I need to do and forget everything else. Let's just move forward because this is my purpose. Oh, what a great, in, what a great uh, front man for this, uh, for what I'm about to tell you here. This is great. So, uh, so it all comes down to massive action. Uh, as you said, right? You can you can do all the learning, you can go all the seminars, you can listen to all the podcasts, you can do all the TED talks you want, but it comes down to massive action and actually making that switch. And it's a top-down solution. I talk about that in my book and in my speeches. It, it's a head down, and you've got to be in the right mindset, which is why I came up with, with this quote I sent you. But to to preface it, um, I live my life uh, at the very beginning of the day. I always start in a state of gratitude. I do specific meditations. And then I, I'm not talking about the Dalai Lama here for six hours on a rock. I mean, you can really do your own level of meditation. It could be a walk with your dog on the beach. It could be just sitting outside. It could be enjoying nature. It could be anything you want. But as long as you're present and you're mindful with yourself and you have some kind of gratitude exercise, there's journaling, there's meditation, there's all kinds of things you can do. That being said, that's what I did. I, I found that as the, as the foundation for uh, how I live my life. The really cool part about that, which you mentioned, is if you live in a grateful state, your brain, studies show this, your brain cannot process fear or anger hmm. if you're in a state of gratitude. I don't know if you knew that. I found that out and I did the science behind it and I read the studies and now I live that. And you know what? If you live in a state of gratitude, that's when you can take massive action because, hey, the fear is not there. You know, and you can now feel with conviction that you can go forward. And that's what I did. I became very passionate about where my where my direction was going. And I took massive action to do that. I obviously had to if I was writing a book with with the past I had, I had to be able to have. First of all, I had to break through those limited beliefs and I had to take massive action to get it done. That's a, that's so inspiring. So incredible to think just, uh, just the few things that you mentioned uh, that you had to overcome the addiction, the loss of your spouse, yeah. those things are just traumatic, traumatic experiences. There are people that don't recover from those things. It, it yeah. breaks them. How do you get into that mindset of gratitude? What, what steps do you take? How do you get there? And not only how do you get there, how do you stay there? Because mm. the world is just bombarding yeah. you, it's pounding you. Uh, you know, different messages from different uh, directions. You know, some positive, some negative, and they all leave you feeling certain ways. How do you yeah. stay in a mindful state of gratitude? Man, what a great question! And yeah, it's not easy. By the way, there's a lot of work here. You know that. You talk to people every day, right? And and I do too. And and, and you know, for me, uh, and everybody has a different a, a different kind of way of doing this. But I have like a 90 second rule, and I'm sure people have heard of this. And it could be a 60 second rule, it could be a 30 second rule, whatever you think. But it's if I'm in you know, life is going to happen. It's going to come at you, as you said. And you know, I'm not smiling and positive every second of the day. I can tell you that I'm a human being, right? Things happen. Um, and, but I have sort of that 90 second rule. I can sit there 
and I can I can I can be in that moment of of whatever that is, um, non gratitude, if you will. But I flick that switch and I I snap my fingers and I make a, I make that massive action again to say, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to revisit and put myself back in that state of gratitude. And for me, it only takes a few minutes. Once you, pr it's practice, by the way. Hey, this is not something that's over. I let's make sure. And I'm sure you've had podcast guests who will say that, but I want to make sure I go on record as, you know, as just a regular guy that goes through this stuff. I'm not a doctor, a psychologist. I have no, you know, there's no science here uh, from me, right? I'm just taking the best of the best, but I can tell you that it works for me. And I go back and I go in and out of that um, throughout the day, the week, the year, the month, it doesn't matter. Uh, but being able to go back to that is the key and to make sure you can go back into that state of gratitude. And for me, I can switch. I can make that switch because I've practiced it. It takes practice. This is not a one and done. This is not something like I'm going to do this, uh, you know, once a week or I'm going to do it once a month. This is a daily program language. I learned this and I brought this into this practice that I'm doing now is that we have a daily reprieve hmm. in which we can now dictate what our state is every day. Even if we had the worst day of our life, like I did, we have a daily reprieve the next day, right? Yeah. And that's the key. And you've got to find that goodness. And that's a mindset. Again, top down. I talk about that all the time. It's, mm. it's the head down. Um, and, and so that's how I do it. And, you know, I, I came up with sort of this, this, what I call AAA formula and easy to remember, easy to apply. There's a lot of work to it, but mm -hmm. um, you know, if you take those steps, I found that when I interviewed people all over the world, I interviewed military leaders, I looked at my life, even as a kid, not even having all of the benefits of learning everything I have now and studying and researching and interviewing people all around the world for the last decade, I was doing these three things without even knowing it. Yeah. And so I started to really say, okay, I've got to pass this message on. I've got to serve as many people as I can to pass this message on of living in a beautiful state, make this non-negotiable and here's how you can do it. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. And, and, you know, mentioning what you went through as a child, you know, I, I can't imagine having Tourette's in Boston. <laughs> I, I would imagine the, the ridicule, the teasing, the bullying, uh, it was all there for you. And, 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 and we chuckle and we laugh, but it, but it really is a, a serious issue that, yeah. that yeah. kids all over the world are facing. And, mm -hmm. and so, so what's inspiring is that your message is not just for, you know, those, those midlife crisis guys like you and I, it's, right. it's, it's for everyone. It's for everyone of all ages that are, that's facing adversity, which is, Absolutely. Which, is which is so powerful, so powerful. So it, many people are facing it, it now. Yeah. It, it, look, we're in a, and, and I've been doing this for a number of years, but through COVID, of course, um, and anytime I get the microphone, I say the same thing. It started as a, is a medical pandemic and is now a mental health pandemic, in my opinion. Yes. And I just put that out there, whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. That's my opinion. It's okay if I have that, but I'll tell you, I believe that we're in a mental health crisis here and we're seeing that, uh, exasperated with social media. We're seeing it with, you know, people in anger and fear. Um, you know, I, I do a lot of meteor uh, appearances, uh, as you know, and, and I'm always on the bandwagon of, look, if, if you live in gratitude, again, you can't have fear, you can't have anger. Um, and we're seeing that in, in the travel, we, we, the, all the videos we see, all this fear, this anger and this fear. 
And that's why I'm on this mission. It's like, come on, just, just try this and, and try to try to live in that state of gratitude. Come up with three things every morning or whatever it takes. What are you grateful for? And your mindset's going to switch. The, the hormones that are going through your body are going to switch. You're going to be, you know, you're not going to be in fight or flight anymore. You're not going to be looking at cortisol running through your veins where you're just trying to survive. You're going to, you're going to dopamine, oxytocin, the love hormone, all these things are going to go through your body. And you know, and you're going to see these benefits. You're not even going to know. It's like, my God, what happened? All I did was, you know, think about three things I was grateful for for five minutes in the morning. You do that for 90 days and your whole life changes. Mine did. I can tell you that. Wow. And it's, and, and, and while you say it's, it's as simple as that, it's work. It oh, is it's work. work, man. Oh, yeah. To, to find five minutes in the morning is, is work and, and being intentional is it's, it's forming those habits. Habits are so easy to break and they're so hard to form. And yeah. so forming that habit of taking five, 10, 15, 30 minutes, whatever you can, uh, yeah. whatever you can find to just be grateful. That's yeah. so inspiring. and so insightful, Rob, let's, uh, let's transition a little bit. I want to talk yeah. about this quote because we've kind of been dancing around it with, with yeah. your message. And, and I think it's such a powerful quote. And I know that, that folks listening right now will be able to take this quote and not only take it in what we normally like to say is when you're weak, you can win your life with this quote. You can win your life with this quote. Rob, tell us what the quote is. Where did you hear it? Where did it come from? And what does it mean to you? Well, so I came up with it when I was writing the book. Um, and I I sort of uh, wanted people to have sort of a, a one-liner that they could that they could sort of grab onto about the common theme of the book. And after all the all the stuff that's in that book and all the all the trials and tribulations, not me, but other people around the world as well, whether they were going through divorce, loss of job, physical, mental abuse, all kinds of different adversity. I said to myself, look, I'm going to make living in a beautiful state non-negotiable. Mm. Uh, and that's how I talk as a sales executive for so long, right? I'm always talking about, you know, negotiating. And I said, look, it, I'm going to make it non-negotiable. Somehow, I'm going to make sure that even when stuff comes at me, that I'm going to flick that switch in a very short period of time to go back into that state of gratitude. And that will give me the baseline I need and the mindset I need. If I do that long enough, it's going to get easier and easier to flick that switch. Um, and that's what's going on in my life now. And, and, you know, the things I've gone through and where I am now, again, blessed beyond measure, because I really believe in that saying and that quote. And I believe that if you put that out there and you put it in the universe, uh, it's going to manifest in ways that you have no idea. I'm living proof of it because I wouldn't be here today. That's uh, it's so true. And, and, and there's nothing more inspiring and nothing more of a testimony than actually being the living proof of it. It's one thing to mm -hmm. say it. It's one thing to to buy into a philosophy, but to actually experience it, see how it has transitioned and changed your life for the better moving forward. Uh, how can you how can you not want to share that with the world? It's 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 very inspiring. So make living in a beautiful state, non-negotiable. And when you think about it in terms of negotiation, there's always back and forth between you and someone else. So who yeah. are we negotiating against? What, who are we saying, you know what, this is non-negotiable. Who, who is it that we're telling that to? I love that question. And I don't get that very often. So here's, I'm going to answer it. You, you're negotiating with yourself. Mm. It's your inner voice. The inner voice is, is much more louder than any voice you can have outwardly. So in my practice, I've learned from the best, Tony Robbins, and he taught me the triad of influence and how you influence others for good and how you influence yourself with your inner voice. It's what you focus on. It's the language you use and your physiology. Now, 
I'm on video with you here on Zoom. I'm not in front of you, but you can see how passionate I am about what I'm talking about. I'm fully engaged and present. That's my physiology. That's the first and foremost thing you need, right, to take massive action. But what's the language you're using with yourself? And what's your why and why you're doing this? It all comes down to that. And what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the past or the future? Are you talking positive or negative? These are all, we have choices. We have free will. These are choices we have every day. It goes back to what I said before. We have a daily reprieve. And we're not going to get it right every day. I certainly don't. I can tell you that for a fact. But at least I have a way back. I have a way back. And it's proven um, and again, I'm going on record. I'm just a regular guy that went through his share of stuff. Yeah. And this is what I came up with. Yeah. And, you know, it, I, I, if it works for you, I am so excited that it works for you. Use it and, and make it your own. However you want to pass it on. I love it. Pass it on to anybody that you know. That's fantastic. You know, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've, I've been through my share of, of adversity and, and things that have come up in life and um, continue to go through them. And there's nothing more comforting than looking up from that dark place that you're in and seeing a light, yeah. whatever that light is. And ultimately, it's it's the beautiful state that you're talking about. It's it's living in that beautiful state. It's getting back to that light, uh, despite yeah. everything that's going on. It doesn't make things go away. It doesn't mean we ignore the problems that are that we're facing. It just right. means we attack them with a different mindset. So uh, I'm interested, surrender to your adversity. Tell yeah. me a little bit about what you learned about surrendering. And you said you interviewed some, some top military folks yeah. and, and some, some other people about surrendering. What, what did you learn about surrendering? Because when we hear that word, it's like, well, isn't that giving up? <laughs> right, exactly. So it's not, actually. Um, and from my perspective, I define surrender uh, as giving in not giving up, hmm. showing vulnerability, being humble, being a lifelong learner, being able to say it's okay not to be okay, reach out for help, all the above, right? It all comes down to giving in and not giving up. I can tell you that I sort of, certainly could have given up on my addiction and then I wouldn't be here today. Sure. Uh, by giving into my addiction, I was able to get the help, learn the program, learn how to live without it and live in a beautiful state. That's all about giving in. Um, and you talked about the military leaders. They don't, you know, you tell them that surrender is to give up. Absolutely. No way. They give in, they pull back. And I have three steps that, that, uh, takes it in consideration and, and I'll go through them with you. And basically the first step is to, is to accept and acknowledge. That's the first thing. And we do that every day. We accept and we acknowledge our adversity. Um, and that's where the magic happens because you trade in your expectations for acceptance your whole mindset switches to where, okay, there must be something I need to learn here, right? I'm going to be a lifelong learner. I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to slay the dragon and come back even stronger. I'm going to come back bigger and better than I was before that adversity because it's here to help me. The second step is to appreciate. I know a lot of your listeners are going to say, you're going to be crazy. You're going to say thank you to your adversity. Yes, you're going to be grateful. Again, tying in that state of gratitude. You don't have fear. You don't have anger. You're able to be grateful and thank that adversity. I can honestly sit here before you today and say that I am thankful for all the adversity I have gone through, even the most horrific, because it has made me the man that I am today. So I can sit here and I can stand on stage and I can help others and serve others. So that's the second step. The third step is assess. And this is when we pull back, 
right? We assess our options. And then we're able, after the first two steps, we have a clear mind. We have no fear. We have no anger. We, we're in a grateful state. We're in a good peak state, as I call it. And we move forward with new purpose and new perspective. And that gives us that ability to then rise again after our adversity, whatever that may be. And I encourage people to use that for small events of adversity in their life and the absolute worst day of their life. It happens, it happens to work in every case. And I call that adversity stacking, where you stack your adversity by using these three steps. And what happens is that resilience muscle is so strong that whatever happens, you're okay. I mean, I went through all that other stuff before my wife had passed. And because I had stacked that adversity, some of it I didn't even realize I did, and I had such a strong resilience muscle from going to that mental gym, I, was, I, I went through it, and I didn't just survive it, I thrived after it. Mm. And I believe that that's my message, that's my why, to pass that on as to how I did that. And again, I'm, you know, I, this is not rocket science for me. I, I just went through it. And I looked at it, reflected on my life. And that's why the book just flowed through. I wrote the book quickly when I was in London and uh, during lockdown, um, <laughs> I had plenty of time to do that. So yeah. I, I wrote I wrote the book during lockdown. I released it uh, in April, it'll be two years. And the message is still resonating. So that's why now I'm hitting the road. I, I start in Mexico City in February and I'm gonna start hitting the road on a global basis, talking about the three steps uh, the AAA formula and how to build that resilience muscle. So you're ready for anything. That's awesome. So, so easy to remember the AAA formula. And here's what I think that that's encouraging about that, Rob, is that, you know, when adversity comes and we're not prepared, hmm. so many things come along with that adversity, anxiety, depression, hopelessness, feeling lost, but when anxiety comes and we are prepared, when we have a formula that we can apply and, and put towards what's, whatever we're facing so that we yep. can conquer it, yep. we, tend to, we tend to lean into that adversity, surrender to it, uh, as your book says. And, and that's really powerful. And so it's just a matter of, like anything, it's a matter of preparation. It is. It's, it's being ready for whatever comes your way. And as, as awful as things happen, as awful as things come your way, as you mentioned, losing your wife, you, you, you went through that long after the adversity that you had in your life. Uh, as terrible as that is, how reassuring is it to know that, hey, no matter what, I'm prepared to face it and right. conquer it and stack it and move on. Uh, what wow what a what a powerful powerful message so you're starting out in mexico city and your goal is to take this globally yes yes that's my goal uh, i'm seeking i'm seeking stages now to get out there and i've got you know i'm building that business and uh uh you you know you can go on my my website uh and reach out to me i've got um three talks that are around uh in the business area as well as mental health and adversity stacking so i've got a, a number of different things that i'm doing out there and if you go to my website you can you can you can inquire you know send an inquiry to me and book me um i'm happy to travel anywhere and spread that message that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I was um, I was fortunate enough to uh, to speak on mental health a few years back, and 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 the idea that and, the, and what you said just really brought it back uh, fresh in my mind was that you know we ask people all the time, "How are you doing?" Yeah, 
And what's the common response? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> We're not fine, Rob. None of us are fine. <laughs> and and so just being able to spread that word to to open those conversations um, because your second A, your second A of appreciate, appreciate your adversity. Yeah. So your your second A of appreciate your adversity is so counterintuitive to oh, yeah. kind of the macho feeling, particularly for men, right? I mean, yeah. this is yeah. this is something we should we should slay, like you said, slay the dragon and conquer. How do we, as particularly speaking to the men out there, how yeah. do we lean into that and 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 realize that it's okay that we're not the conquering hero and that we do that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, there's a couple of things I say about that. And first of all, there's no growth without vulnerability, another quote of mine. Mm. And I believe that, you know, my growth came from the vulnerability that I share that I that I stood for and I shared with myself, right? I went through that and I had to become vulnerable in, in all the uh, things that I've conquered. Um, so there's no growth without vulnerability. Write that down. That's a good one that is because good you one. can bring that. You can put that in your brain every morning. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to seek health. You know, for men's mental health, we have to normalize the conversation. We have to make this a, a thing that we can talk about and that it doesn't show weakness, it shows strength. I can tell you um, that from my perspective, I had a choice in the road when I was battling my addiction. And I believe that it was the vulnerability that showed courage to get help. It certainly wouldn't have taken any courage to keep going down the other way and not be here today. So that's a perfect example. And you can apply that to anything in your life. So I am a big proponent of men's mental health to say it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's okay to seek help. And just remember that there is no growth without vulnerability. It's really powerful. That is powerful. And, it, and, and with the vulnerability and with the growth, that, that brings forth living in this beautiful state. It does. And, and living in a beautiful state is, is euphoric. It doesn't mean that everything's all puppies and rainbows because right. life happens, but it does mean that we are prepared and ready to take on the challenges of our adversity, which I think is a fantastic thought and a powerful, powerful quote. Rob Schweimer here on the Quotivation Podcast. Rob, I want you to take just a few minutes. Tell us where we can find your book, Surrender to Your Adversity. How can we get our hands on it? What can we do? Can we go to your website? Is it on Amazon? Where do we go to, to get hold of your book? Yeah, all the above, right? It's, it's, it's sold online at every retailer. I mean, you know, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, of course, uh, Target. I mean, it's everywhere. So if you go online and search Surrender to Your Adversity, it'll come right up. Um, and my website has links to it as well, uh, robswimer.com. I know you're going to put that in the notes so people will have that, but um, real simple to get to. And uh, the same site uh, has the uh, ability to uh, hire me as a speaker or just find out more information about what I'm doing out there, my message. Fantastic. Rob, before we let you go, we always yeah. like to leave our audience with something that they can use to win their week. And we've talked about uh, not just winning your week in this episode, but winning your life. Thinking about our quote, make living in a beautiful state non-negotiable. What advice would you have for our audience to help them apply that and win their week? Yeah. Uh, so I would leave them with this is that they all have a choice. We all have a choice in which state that we start our day in and the ability to take massive action. And in my case, start in a grateful state is one that will put you in the right frame of mind as a foundation for better mental health. And it will increase the value of those relationships in your life, the people you love, 
the people you work with, the customers you serve, and the community you live in. So that's what I would say. That's powerful. There you go, folks. That's how you're going to win your week. You start in each moment and win your moments. Then you win your week and you apply the AAA and there's nothing in the world that will come at you that you can't handle, that you can't uh, overcome. And so Rob Schwimer, thank you so much for being on the Quotivation podcast. Uh, we are excited to hear about your adventures around the world, spreading yeah. this wonderful message, talking about mental health and surrender to your adversity. Go check out his book, search for it in Google, Amazon, go to robswimer.com, go find the book, go read it. <laughs> thank You'll you. be glad you did. Rob, thanks for being And you'll be giving on. back to mental health. That's even better. A, even better. Every, every dime goes to charity, and which I think is a fantastic, fantastic way uh, to, to pay it forward. Rob Schwimer, thank you for being on the Quotivation Podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. That was Rob Schwimer on the Quotivation Podcast. Go check out his book, Surrender to Your Adversity. Rob Schwimer. You can find that at robschwimer.com. R-O-B-S-W-Y-M-E-R.com, robschweimer.com. You can find it on Amazon, Google, Barnes & Noble's Target. Go search for it. Go find it. You'll be glad you read the book. All right. Hey, before you go, won't you stick around for a little dessert? It's time for the last slice of cheesecake. How about some dessert before you go? There isn't anything that can't be solved over a slice of cheesecake. So before we wrap things up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the last slice of cheesecake. Before we dive into a recap of that wonderful conversation with Rob Schwimer, I want to take a moment and read an excerpt from his book, surrender to your adversity. This is really powerful. And it's talking about when he lost his first wife, Bonnie. He says, give yourself permission to live and thrive again, making no excuses. I will say that after Bonnie passed, there were some friends and family who didn't always agree with my decisions. But in the long run, I did what was best for me and my family. I can remember a few who were very vocal when I started dating Missy after a year of being alone. We've seen similar scenario play out in the media with the story of actor Patton Oswalt, who got remarried 15 months after his first wife passed away. Patton was criticized in the media for moving on too quickly. I understand firsthand what he went through. First, it's no one's business when and how we move forward after a loss. The lesson I learned was not to listen to people in the stands. Instead of listening to them, listen to your heart. Give yourself permission to move on with your loved one, not from your loved one. Adversity comes in many forms, shapes, situations, and scenarios. But the conversation with Rob today really taught me a few things. Number one, you can prepare you can be ready to face adversity. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when that loved one is going to be sick. We don't know when that tragedy is going to befall us. We don't know that heartbreaking, most terrible day of our life when that comes. We also don't know the adversity we face 
on a daily basis, when it's going to come, in what form. Quite frankly, who's going to bring that adversity? Who's going to cause that adversity? But what we do know is that we can prepare. And Rob laid out three things that we can do, the triple A formula, accept and acknowledge our adversity. Recognize that it's there. Recognize it for what it is. Define it. The second A is fascinating to me. Appreciate the adversity that comes. It's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of the story in the Bible. When the storm was battering the boat, the disciples were scared, and they look out and they see Jesus standing on the water. And Peter calls out, Lord, let me come to you. And Jesus says, come. Peter steps out onto the water and begins to walk to Jesus on water. But then all of a sudden the waves start crashing on him and he starts looking around and he takes his eyes off of Jesus and he begins to sink. He begins to, he begins to be taken in he succumbs to the adversity around him because he lost his focus appreciate the adversity appreciate the fact that it has come into our lives to make us stronger to prove that we can handle it and then lastly assess assess how we're going to be grateful Assess why we're going to be grateful. Assess how to move forward. The AAA formula. Rob said that you can't process anger and fear if you are in a state of gratitude. So find what you're grateful for. Write it down. List it out. What are the things today that you're grateful for family friends your job your hobbies whatever they are write them down and keep them in the front of your mind so that you can continue to live in a beautiful state and you make that non-negotiable that means no one can come in and rob you of that now that doesn't mean we're going to stay in a in a state of gratitude 24-7. As Rob said, we're human. There are going to be times that life gets the better of us. And that's where the 90-second rule comes in. Give yourself time to process what's happened. Allow yourself to feel how it makes you feel. But then flip the switch and return to a grateful mindset. And move forward. That takes time. It takes practice. It takes, as Rob said, stacking that adversity so that we can flex that grateful muscle, that muscle that powers us through the adversities that come. Make living in a beautiful state non-negotiable. I hope you're able to make that part of your daily routine so that you can win your week. Thanks for listening.
to the Quotivation podcast. Thanks to Rob Schweimer. Thanks to Amy Real, the real deal in all things mortgage. Most of all, thank you. Till next time, stay quotivated. You have been listening to the Quotivation podcast, hosted by America's leading emerging speaker, Jody Powell. If you would like to book Jody to speak at your company, conference, or next event, visit www.jodypowellspeaks.com. You can also email him at Jody, that's J-O-D-Y, at jodypowellspeaks.com. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Quotivation Podcast. And remember, stay quotivated.